Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. I love sharing Torah classes, and thank you for listening to this episode. Feel free to follow and to share with others so they too can enjoy the Torah classes on this podcast. Now, on to the episode. Today's Daf Meseches Gitin is Daf Lamed Tes. We're beginning towards the top of Lamed Tes, Amud Aleph, and we're going to have four sections in today's Daf. So really the first section continues with what we had yesterday. We had a, a machlekes yesterday between Rabba and Rav Yosef in the, names of, in the name of Rav. Rabba said, Amakdish Avdo because he means to say Am Kadosh and not to sanctify him. Rav Yosef disagreed. He said mafkir would be effective to free him, but makdish would actually mean to make him, at least monetarily, for his value into hektish. The Gemara tries to show today, in the first section, that this is contingent on a machlekes tanoim, regarding uh, makdish avdo, if the hair of the evid is considered uh, iser of mi'ilo or not. However, it refutes this, and it clarifies that everybody really could hold that there is a hektish that's effective, the evid doesn't go free, and the debate is rather based on the underlying machlaikis, if something that's ready to be cut, kol oimed ligzoiz, is kegazaz dummy or not. Then the Gemara goes on to try to show that this is, this same machlaikis about kol oimed ligzoiz, kegazaz dummy is considered cut or not, it's contingent on another machlaikis tanoim regarding if you can make a shvua on vines that are attached to the ground, if this is considered uh, detached or not. But the Gemara says it's not necessarily contingent on the same machlaikis because Rabbi Meir in the first debate could actually hold in the second debate, excuse me, could actually hold like the Tanakama in the first debate as there's a, as a significant distinction between the two. The grapes, as long as they stay on the vine, they get worse. So maybe there, Rameir holds that it's considered detached, but the hair on the Evid's head, it gets better. So maybe he would agree to Tanakama in the first debate that it would be considered attached until it's removed. Moving on to the second section. We said the second sacra of Yosef in the name of Rav was that if you're mafkir, you're Evid, the Evid goes free, but it needs a get. So there's two versions of a conversation between Rabbi Yochanan and um, Rabbi Bar Yosef, uh, where he told over the psak of Rabbi Yosef in the name of Rav to Rabbi Yochanan. There's just two different versions of the same thing, but ultimately it comes out that Rabbi Yochanan holds like this, the mafkir avdo, yatzalacheros, but it needs a get shichror to free the uh, iser element of it as well. Okay. The Gemara clarifies also the distinction between in this psak, the difference between a ger who dies, that his slaves don't necessarily need to get shechur because he's compared to an isha, just as an isha is freed from her husband if he dies, and there's la lami isha, so too the slaves will go free. And the general Yerusha of slaves to kids, because there's a Pasuk that says, they don't automatically go free based on, the Xerisha, based on that drasha that will make them inherited over to the slaves of the father. The only thing that remains difficult is there is a psak of Amemar says if he's mafkir and then the mafkir the slave and then the master dies before he can give a get or that slave is stuck. But based on what we said, it's, it should be that the slave goes free because there's nothing else that he really needs to do and the death itself should separate them. And yet, he says there's no takana for it. This remains a little bit difficult on our explanation of this psak. Moving on to Lamatesma Bez now, section number three. There's two versions of the psak regarding this case of Avadim of Agir. So there's Machlekes Tanoim, which we spoke about above, which is Tanakama says in the case where Agir dies, both his adult 
and ch child slaves acquire their freedom on their own. Abishol says only the adults do because they have the yad, they have a hand to, to make acquisitions and acquire their freedom. But the children don't because they don't have the capacity to make acquisitions. And anyone who grabs them is, own, owns them. The first version of the Gemara says, Rabbi Yaakov, Bar'idi, Sanani, Rishuv, and Levi. Psak is like Abba Shaul. And the children don't acquire their freedom. The children slaves. Rabbi Zera challenged if this was explicitly said by Rabbi Shuv and Levi or by implication. And he shows because if it was said by implication, as is evidenced by the Gemara, it's not a Mefurah Raya that Rabbi Shuv and Levi held like Abba Shaul. And finally, Rabbi Yaakov Ba'idi said it was said Mefurah from Rabbi Shuv and Levi, the Psaq is like Abba Shaul. The second version is Rechia Bar Oven, Rechia um, Bar. Abba said that the Psaq in the name of Rabbi Yochanan is not like Abba Shaul. Rather, like Tanakama, even the children can acquire their freedom. Rabbi Zerah challenged and said, is it, was this Mephorish or was it from an implication? Rabbi Barabba said, what will be the implication? They explained what it would be. And Rabbi Zerah said, well, if it was from the implication, it's not a fair implication. So Rabbi Barabba said, rather, it was said clearly that the halacha is, according to Rabbi Yochanan, not like Abba Shaul. The final point of the day is, surrounds the idea if money can free slaves entirely, even for the Isser. Rebbe holds it does free them entirely, unless the unique exception would be if he was mafkir them. So then, actually, the only way they'd go free is with a shtar, because the money can only free them in one shot in terms of the mominus, if he gives the money, or they give money in terms of mominus and iser. But if he already was mafkir, the, the eved, so then he doesn't have any mominus anymore, money wouldn't be sufficient. He'd have to give a, a document of freedom. But assuming he owns a slave entirely, he can actually pay his way out entirely, or pay him. Some monetary transaction can free the slave entirely, even in terms of iser. Rabbi Shimon's a Tano who disagrees and says, only a shtar frees the eved entirely. Mominus will remove, money will remove the mominus responsibilities to the master, but uh, but does not remove the Isser. And he interprets this based on his understanding of the Pasuk by Shifcha Harufa. There seems to be a Machlekes in Psak where Rav Nachman follows the opinion of Rabbi Shimon, but Rava Bar Sheilta explained that Rav Nachman really doesn't hold like uh, Rav Shimon necessarily. And the Gemara concludes, although there are some rabbis who pass like Rabbi Shimon, we don't follow Rabbi Shimon, and therefore we hold Kesef Goimerba, which means that Evet Kenani can be freed utilizing the Kenyan of Kesef, not only to remove his monetary responsibilities to his master, but even for Isser in order to marry a Ben Chayrin. We're stopping the bottom of Lam Testament Beis. Ezra Hashem, tomorrow we will pick up with the new Daf, Daf Mem. Everybody have a wonderful day.